Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Elisa Current. Elisa bowled collegiately at Wichita State University. She's in her fourth year now as Delaware State University head women's bowling coach. So, Elisa, Tim Berg, and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, we thought we'd get you back on. Myself and Steve talked to you about the beginning of the year, or maybe it was the later part of summer. We talked to you about things at Delaware State Bowling. And now you guys have actually, you've won the MIAC championship last weekend. So let's talk about that. And it looked like for me, what I'm seeing here is the scores are kind of low and challenging. So how did you prepare the girls going in for that condition? And then ultimately as things went on during the day? Um, we prepared quite, quite well, I think. Um, we kind of changed our practice regimens around and been doing a lot of target drills and um entry angle drills and some things that we weren't weren't really perfecting as much throughout the season and um, just kind of changed some things up so that really helped us um, read the lanes better and see it better and watch our ball reaction which is something that we were really trying to focus on <clears throat> sorry about that um, focus on during practices so that way during competition the girls were quicker and easier to pick up on what was going on what was the second part of your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just as as um you know as the tournament went on, I'm sure you started to see the scores. It was more of a grind type tournament. Is there is that something you went to the and said, hey, look, this is we're just gonna have to make our spares and focus on keeping the ball in play as opposed to shooting those two forties and two fifties that you may need sometimes. Uh, yes, definitely. We knew that um, going in for qualifying, um, the best match record was going to be seated first. Uh, so we just kind of went in there just trying to win the games, not really thinking about what we were shooting exactly, just trying to win the matches. Um, and it ended up being enough to be total pinfall as well for us to to uh, outscore everyone. Um, and then going into match play, you know, I just kept them uh, fully aware of where they were at the present moment and just made sure that they were they were keeping on track with what they were doing, and they really made my job quite easy over the weekend um, with the way that they communicated and everything. So um, we knew that it we would come down to match play, and being seated first always helps. Um, we haven't been seated first in my four years except for the first year, and we got knocked out pretty quick. But um, it was great to come back this this year and and just blow right through the the, the bracket and get to the TV show. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about, you said you had your team, you had worked on a couple of different drills with some uh, specific kind of goals in mind. You mentioned like maybe some launch angle or something like that. What, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, I made some, uh, I guess, target devices out of some PVC pipe that we've had. And uh, we got to talking as to, you know, what we, what we really needed to work on. Cause input from the girls is always something that I, that I treasure and always make sure that they have within our team and our program. And, uh, they, they decided that we should really start working on some targets and not just at the arrows, but down lane as well. Um, so that way they could 
really see what the different shapes were on all these different patterns that we're bowling on and how to break them down better and, you know, what, what will make us ultimately better throughout the day, um, playing on these patterns, even though we see them all the time, but just really trying to perfect them. And how would you say you guys, you prepared them mentally? You know, we talked earlier and I, I believe you said that Dr. Dean was one of the guys who was someone who you looked to for advice. How did you prepare mentally going into this tournament? Um, mentally we do, we have, I actually, I was going to Barnes and Nobles one day just to, to waste some time. And I came upon a book that I thought would be good for the team for us to read together. And, um, I bought all of them that they had and gave it to the girls and they went to town on it. They just, they read it over break and they've been doing little notes on it here and there. We had meetings about it. Um, we also have like the Dr. Dean articles that we have a little binder of that the girls keep with them at all times that they can review. Um, and we do a lot of, of goal, um, activities or, you know, we write down our goals and we always have them with us, uh, everywhere we go. And for every tournament, every day of the week that we do anything with bowling or even, um, off the lanes for them to, you know, with workouts or, or with their grades and everything like that. And they've been doing amazing with those goals and just always keeping them in mind to make sure that they're working as hard as they possibly can to achieve everything. That's awesome stuff right there. And I tell you, I know a lot of times it's, you know, it's kind of hard to get a team, you know, you may be great individual players, but to get everybody to kind of compete, you know, together can, can sort of communicate. And I think that was the other thing you'd mentioned there too, which was, what great communication the, the, the team had. Is that, is that uh, do you think, even maybe more important than the physical game sometimes? Uh, yes, definitely. I, I tell them your physical game can be awful, but if you girls can communicate <laughs> to one another as to where you need to be on the lane, um, knowing the difference between um, when someone is, when one of our girls is bowling really well, everyone knows the difference from one another of where they stand compared to someone else and, um, you know, different, different areas that they can play or her hand positions, how they need to get and everything like that. So we've, we've worked a lot on that. And I mean, communication comes down to play as well with, with all of that being said, because without the communication, they would, they would die out there. It would, it would make my life more hectic. I know that, but they, they, uh, they really took it upon themselves during practices to really know one another's games and um, make sure that when we go to competition that they're able to, to pick up on anything that that may be a little different or a little off um, with one another and get right back to it. All right. So, Elisa, one of the things that we talked about last time when we had you on was some of the uh, recruiting challenges that you may face and even when you're out there watching what you can and can, cannot, how you can interact with the gals, how have you grown over the last, it's been probably about a year and a half, it looks like, since we chatted. How have you grown in that area to be able to pick up on things that you're seeing from your potential recruits out there? Um, I think I've gotten better at it. <laughs> um, I do know that I have a couple great girls coming in next season who I'm very excited for, even though we're still this season, but... Um, uh, next season, I'm really excited for for what this program is going to be like, and um, 
the recruits, I think they've been getting easier to actually talk to. Um, the The talent level out there is amazing as well, too, right now. And and uh, I, I don't even know. Like, it's just amazing to see the talent that's out there and that now is looking at Delaware State to possibly come to. And me not having to, to sell, I guess, Delaware State as much as what I used to have to do. And you have a couple of uh, individual players, I think, that are headed to, to Wichita, aren't they, for uh, individual champions? I have one. Um, we one, did okay. have, yes, uh, Stephanie Sheridan. She's my senior on the team. Um, we did have a couple girls who were making a run for it. Um, we had one girl miss out by two pins, and she shot 260 mm. the last game to try to put herself into position. And, uh, I mean, it was it was pretty cool to see all of them fighting for those four spots and almost taking all four spots. What are you doing to, to kind of prepare Stephanie for that? Because, you know, you, you've had success here recently as far as the team competition and, you know, communicating amongst themselves. And now how, how does that differ preparing for kind of a singles tournament that's coming up? Um. For her, for stuff to prepare, she, we kind of talked about this a little bit right after she made it and asked about what she needs to do. And I told her she just needs to really make sure she's perfecting her game a little, little better, making sure that she's going to stay level-headed, um, really taking it upon herself to review her notes with um, all of our, our, our mental game, um, our, our mental game. I guess uh, days that we would have with the team and she's been reviewing her book again and, you know, the notes that she has written down for herself. So she's, she's more, she's more working towards having a better mental game. Cause that's, that's what it could come, come down to. She has a great physical game. Um, mentally, sometimes she gets, she gets a little, a little, um, I don't know the correct words for it. Sometimes she gets a little, uh, not terrified, but a little under pressure. She she doesn't do as well, but she definitely has come far with that, um, as you'll see on the show on Sunday. <laughs> um, she was really able to deal with pressure, so it's definitely been helping her to really just focus on her mental game and make sure that's what's mostly prepared. And the physical game, she's just, you know, just making sure that everything is, is as loose as possible and that everything feels great. So switching gears, Elisa, had a chance to sit down and chat with you after your your win at the Storm Sacramento Open on the PWBA Tour. Talk about that and the PWBA getting back going and a lot of excitement around the PWBA. We're seeing they're picking up some major sponsors and things are getting started. So how is your schedule going to shake down this year and how much are you going to be out there on the lanes? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Um, I I am going to be out there full time again. We get back from Wichita on April 24th, and we have a athletic awards banquet that same evening once we get back on campus. And then three days later, I am flying to Las Vegas (laughs) for the first stop. So I have about three days to myself, and then I'm out there full time again and trying to make sure that I am going to have a better season than last, last year. Is, is what my goals are. So it, it's it's going to be a little crazy for me, but um, trying to get the practice time in and, you know, just 
doing whatever I possibly can to prepare myself for the season is what I'm I'm focusing on right now, along with with the team and making sure they're they're readily prepared for what they have coming up. Now, were, were you able to, you know, based off of as far as coaching and kind of reminders for your team, are you able to implement that into into your own bowling and kind of use some of some of the advice you're telling your team for yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely this past year. <laughs> um, I think the level of our team kind of went up. And so, you know, that makes me makes me think a little harder as to what I need to do to get them to really, really take on what they're doing and, uh, you know, be prepared for everything and get to that, that next higher level. And with that, you know, I have to make sure that I'm I'm prepared for that and telling them exactly what what I need to tell them or making sure what I'm telling them is is correct. And and what are you as far as preparation goes, maybe like even with your equipment and stuff like that, do you, you travel with what kind of like what's your arsenal looking like? Any new new equipment or anything that you're you know, kind of planning Because uh, you got a lot of different lane conditions and oil patterns and surfaces and all that stuff. So how do you how do you prepare equipment wise for um, this? <laughs> well, I know last year I kinda had I had three balls sitting in Reno who someone came and picked up for us. I couldn't for the life of me remember what three balls were there. And so the the six that came out with me during, on the flight out to Sacramento were just six balls where I felt I had, you know, a couple of different pins on them, a spare ball, obviously, and um, some different covers on them to make sure that I had just a little bit of a range as to what was going, hmm. what I might need, I guess. And um, I just kind of went from there and I spoke to to my assistant who's also my boyfriend Travis and he helped me pick out what what we thought would be best to to keep with me out on tour and it ended up being that he brought another three balls out for me during junior gold when I flew up there so he was able to to give me a couple different looks as well with the stuff that he brought out but this year um I'm not sure what what I'm going to be taking out obviously rotor grip and storm um uh, right now I'm about to teach myself, well, not teach myself, but relearn how to, uh, use urethane as that's one weakness of my game that I have not been able to perfect at all. All right. Great stuff, Elisa. Also want to talk, you're, you're mentioning equipment earlier and I know a guy who's been helping you guys out with your, your Delaware state bowling team has been Lee Sant and all the folks up at bowlerx.com. So talk about how you've been able to help even educate your girls and probably even yourself a little bit on just the, the little intricacies of, of making sure you have that proper fit, making sure you know, every, everyone's thumb is a little different, so making sure they're getting out of the ball clean so that they can get that proper feel and release on a consistent basis. Um, Lee from Bowler X has been awesome with us. Um, we recently just decided to go up there when I switched over to him. Um, and I took a couple of the girls up who I felt were having a lot of difficulties with their fit and making sure they were getting out, like you getting out of the ball, like you said. And, uh, um, we went up there and we ended up spending over five hours in the pro shop with him while customers were coming in and out. We had a bit of an education, uh, session during that evening and the girls learned so much and we ended up changing almost everything on five girls balls and it was it was amazing for them to to see the difference of how little of a better ball fit um and a quick a quick turnaround time that he did for us um 
how much different it really felt on their hand and, and how much more confidence that brought them out on the lanes when they were bowling. Um, I know that they did a lot of different, uh, like you said, the, the different thumb pitches and the shapes of the thumb. And um, that seemed to be one of the bigger problems with all of them. So we were able to, to get that down. We just had some different uh, finger pitches that they needed to, to change around and totally saw a different reaction on the lanes. And they they love everything that he's, that he's done for them so far. And, and we're hoping to be able to get up there and work with him again in the near future to um, – to better educate ourselves again and to see what else uh, needs to be done for them to really, really get over the hurdle that we set for ourselves already now and to, to be even better. Well, great stuff, Alicia. Thank you uh, so much for joining us and uh, definitely best of luck to Stephanie, um, which is bold in Wichita and, uh, and, and yourself as well when you're competing on the uh, PWBA tour all summer long and uh, look forward to having you on again. And, uh, and thanks again for your time. Thank you so much, Tim and Steve. I hope you guys have a great day.